Hi, welcome back to Yogi's Pod Box. Interesting aspects and interesting phenomenon, interesting things about life after death we are listening to. Well, um, in Japanese, in in Japan or in the Shinto region or the religion, uh, according to Japanese legends, they claim that the dead go to a, pla- a place called Yomi or the Yomai. a gloomy underground realm with a river separating the living from the dead mentioned in the legend of Izanami and Izanagi or the Izanami and Izanagi this yomi very closely resembles the greek hades however later myths include notions of resurrection and even elysium like descriptions such as in the legend of Okuninenshi and Susanoo. Shinto tends to hold negative views on death and corpses as a source of pollution called kegere. A source of pollution called kegere or the kegere. However, death is also reviewed or viewed as a path towards apotheosis in Shintoism as can be evidenced by how legendary individuals become enshrined after death perhaps the most famous word or the ma- most famous would be the emperor onjin or the ojin who was enshrined as hakimin the god of war after his death not much of things are to be believed or to be taken but still life after death is a conceptual thing or an understanding that every religion has its own beliefs about after death or life after death uh in some unitarian universal you mean in, in uh, unitarian universality or universalists believe in universalism like i said unitarian universalists believe in universalism that all souls will ultimately be saved and that there is no torments of hell unitarian universalists differ widely in their theology in their ideology hence there is no exact same stance on the issue although historically believed in a literal hell the universalists historically believed that everyone goes to heaven modern unitarian universalists or universalists can be categorized into those believing in a heaven reincarnation and oblivion or oblivion oblivion most unitarian universalists believe that heaven and hell are symbolic places of consciousness and the faith is largely focused on the worldly life rather than any possible afterlife spiritualism according to edgar cayce of edgar cayce the afterlife consisted of nine realms equated with nine planets of astrology the first symbolized by saturn was a level for the purification of the souls the second mercury's realm gives as the ability to consider problems as a whole the third of the nine soul realms is ruled by earth and is associated with the earthly pleasures the fourth realm is where we find out about love and is ruled by venus the fifth realm is where 
we meet our limitations and is ruled by Mars. The sixth realm is ruled by Neptune and is where we begin to use our creative powers and free ourselves from the material world. The seventh realm is symbolized by Jupiter, which strengthens the soul's ability to depict situations, to analyze people and places, things and conditions. The eighth, the eighth afterlife realm is ruled by Uranus and develops psychic ability. The ninth afterlife realm is symbolized or symbolized by Pluto, the astrological realm of the unconsciousness. This afterlife realm is a transient place where souls can choose to travel to other realms or other solar systems. It is the soul's liberation into eternity, they say, and is the realm that opens the doorway from our solar system into the cosmos. Mainstream spiritualists postulate a series of seven realms that are not unlike Edgar Cayce's nine realms ruled by the planets. As it evolves, the soul moves higher and higher until it reaches the ultimate realm of spiritual oneness. The first realm equated with hell is the place where troubled souls spend a long time before they are compelled to move up to the next level. This is like something which we play in a game, level after level. The second realm, where most souls move directly, is thought of as an intermediate transition between the lower planes of life and hell and the higher perfect realms of the universe. The third level is for those who have worked with their karmic inheritance. The fourth level is that from which evolved souls teach and direct those on earth. The fifth level is where the soul leaves human consciousness behind. At the sixth plane, the soul is finally aligned with the cosmic consciousness and has no sense of separateness or individuality. Finally, the seventh level, the goal of each soul is where the soul transcends its own sense of soulfulness and reunites with the world soul and the universe. The Wiccan afterlife is most commonly described as the summer land. Here, souls rest, recuperate or re-separate from life and reflect on experiences they had during their lives. After a period of rest, the souls are reincarnated and the memory of their previous lives is erased. What does this mean like? Are we something like a program devices to live in the world, to go back and our memory gets erased and refilled with some other thoughts? Very, very, very phenomenal and different unique concepts. Many of us can see the summer land as a place, the summer land as a place to reflect on their life actions. This is like a school, classroom or the place, a land of pride and prejudice which values your ethos, your ethics, your goods and bads. So the summer land is not a paradise. 
So it evaluates your life actions. It is not a place of reward, but rather the end of life journey at an end point of incarnations. In Zoroastrianism, like Zoroastrianism states that the Urvan, the disembodied or the disembodied spirit lingers on earth for three days before departing downward to the kingdom of the dead that is ruled by Yama. For three days that it rests on earth, righteous souls sit at the head of their body, chanting the Ustavaiti Kathas with joy, while a wicked person sits at the feet of the corpse, wails and recites the Yasna. Zoroastrianism states that for the righteous souls, a beautiful maiden, which is the personification of the soul's God or the soul's good thoughts, words and deeds appears. For a wicked person, a very ugly, old, naked hag appears. After three nights, the soul of the wicked is taken by the demon or the demon Vizareza to Shinvet Bridge and is made to go to darkness, which is the hell. Yima is believed to have been the first king on earth to rule humans as well as the first man to die, they say. Inside of Yima's realm, the spirits live a shadowy existence and are dependent on their own descendants which are still living on earth. Their descendants are to satisfy their hunger and clothes to them through rituals done on earth. Rituals which are done on the first three days are vital and important as they protect the soul from evil powers and give it strength to reach the underworld. After three days, the soul crosses Shinvet Bridge, which is the final judgment of the soul. Rashnu and Sravosha are present at the final judgment. The list is expanded sometimes and include Vamin and Ormazd. Rashnu is the Yasatha or the Yasda or the Yasatha who holds the scales of justice. If the good deeds of the person outweigh the bad, the soul is worthy of paradise or to enter paradise, the heaven. If the bad deeds outweigh the good, the bridge narrows down to the width of a blade edge and a horrid hag pulls the soul in her arms and takes it down to hell with her. The mythology is really, really scary to know. Miswangatu is the place of the mixed ones, where the souls lead a grey existence, lacking both joy and sorrow. A soul goes here if his or her good deeds and bad deeds are equal, and Rashno's scale is equal. The Society for Physical Research has found in 1882 that with express intention of investigating phenomena relating to spiritualism and the afterlife, its members continue to conduct scientific research on the paranormal to this day. On the paranormal to this day. 
Some of the earliest attempts to apply scientific methods to the study of or the study of phenomena relating to an afterlife were conducted by this organization. In earliest members the scientists like William Crookes and philosophers like Henry Sidgwick or Henry Sidgwick and William James the parapsychological or the parapsychological investigation the para to be precise not the physiological one the psychological one the parapsychological investigation of the afterlife includes the study of haunting apparitions of the deceased instrumental trance communications electronic voice phenomena and mediumship research also includes the study of the near death experiences scientists who have worked in this area include Raymond Moody Susan Blackwell Charles Tart William James Ian Stevenson Michael Persinger Pim Van Lommel and Penny Sartori among others A recent study which means hundreds of years ago in 1901 by physician Duncan McDougall sought to measure the weight lost by a human when the soul departed the body upon earth he weighed he he measured the weight lost by human when the soul departed the body upon earth this is again a strange information MacDougall weighed dying patients in an attempt to prove that the soul was material, tangible and thus measurable. It was measurable. Believe what he had was very strange. Although MacDougall's research varied considerably from 21 grams for some people, this figure has come synonymous with the measure of a soul's mass. Grams is a reference to MacDougall's findings. His results have never been reproduced and are generally regarded either as meaningless or considered to have had little if any scientific merit. So few discarded this. Frank Tipler has argued that physics can explain immortality. Although such arguments are not falsifiable and in call in Karl Popper's views they do not qualify as science nearly after 25 long years of paraphysical or the para uh, physiological or uh, i mean i i get tongue twist here after 25 years of para psychological research i mean parapsychological research done by susan blackmore came to the conclusion that according to her experiences there is not empirical evidence for many of these cases so it's halfway still research is happening and it would be going on it's because unexplained theories beyond science can explain now let's see what is the modern philosophy says there is a view based on the philosophical question of personal identity termed open individualism by daniel kolak it includes that individual conscious experience is illusionary and because consciousness continues after death in all conscious begins you do not die 
This position has been supported by notable physicists such as Erwin Schrödinger and Freeman Dyson. Certain problems arise with the idea of a particular person continuing after death. Peter van Inwagen in his argument regarding resurrection notes that the materialist must have some sort of physical continuity. John Hick also raises some questions regarding personal identity in his book Death and Eternal Life using an example of a person ceasing to exist in one place while an exact replica appears in another place if the replica had all the same experiences traits and physical appearances of the first person we would all attribute the same identity to the second according to Hick Now what does the process philosophy mean here? In the panentheistic model of process philosophy and theology, the writers Alfred North Whitehead and Charles had shown rejected that the universe was made of substance. Instead, reality is composed of living experiences that is occasions of experience. According to had shown people do not appear in or experience subjective or personal immortality in the afterlife but they do have objective immortality because their experiences live on forever in god's hand live on forever on god's hand who contains all that was he possesses that however other process philosophers such as david ray griffin have written that people may have subjective experience after death now what does the science say here whether or not science can itself falsify the existence of an afterlife a significant majority of neuroscientists philosophically opinion or saying an opinion on the mind body problem lean towards the physicalist position on their view on this view consciousness derives from or is reducible to physical phenomena such as neuronal activity occurring in the brain if physicalism is true then once the brain stops functioning at brain death consciousness presumably fails to survive and ceases to exist theoretical physicist theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking rejected the concept of an afterlife saying I regard the brain as a computer which will stop working or functioning when it, when all its components or the components fail there is no heaven or an afterlife for broken down computers he says that is a fairy story for people who believe there is no life after death afraid of the dark psychological proposals for the origin of a belief in an afterlife include cognitive disposition cultural learning and an intuitive religious idea in one study children were able to recognize the ending of physical mental and perceptual activity in death but were hesitant to conclude the ending of will self or emotion in death The recent or a decade ago study says that 
a large scale study conducted by the University of Southampton Southampton involving 2060 patients if i remember from 15 hospitals in the united kingdom the us and austria was launched the aware or the awareness during research or the resuscitation or the resurrection study examined the broad range of mental experiences or the resuscitation or the resuscitation the resuscitation study examined the broad range of mental experiences in relation to death in a large study researchers also tested the validity of conscious experiences for the first time using objective markers to determine whether claims of awareness compatible with out of body experiences correspond with real or hallucinatory events the results revealed that 40% of those who survived a cardiac arrest were aware during the time that they were clinically dead and before their hearts were restarted one patient also had a verified out of body experiences over 80% of patients did not survive their cardiac arrest or were too sick to be interviewed but this person the cardiac arrest occurred in a room without markers dr parnia in the interview stated the evidence thus far suggests that in the first few minutes after death the consciousness is not annihilated the study continues in a way too which se- which is said to be completed in september 2020 we have lots and lots of information like this untold mysteries on life after death interesting isn't it keep reading on lots of information and i will also share few more episodes coming soon in few more weeks life after death the soul which is inside a body goes somewhere gets reincarnated and gets into somebody else's body maybe in the same family because of his good deeds or bad deeds maybe in someone else's body or an animal or somewhere as a living object or a non-living object god knows the answer to all these things but evidences say that there is a life after death but still it's on research level so not to believe or believe is your uh, capacity or your thoughtfulness of your mind but there is a holy light which guides you and which is evaluating you maybe in the summerland or a paradise or in hell or heaven which is altogether a platform based on good deeds and bad deeds so people out there be happy and do good for all people around you one life live it contentedly be satisfied help others and live a happy life we do not know what's going to be for us after life thanks for listening